0: No. Huh? What about Liam Neeson and some dark man? man no. The what f- about dark man? When no. Liam Neeson's face was changing up there? Homie was straight face changing. Yeah. Now that's just Liam Neeson's acting right there, right, Straight man? up, I kid you not, Academy Award caliber, mm-hmm.
1: classic, Neeson. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Film Find, the greatest movie podcast ever. Uh, Assuming you've never listened to a movie podcast before, I am your host, Adam Portress, and I am by myself. Yes, I am all alone in this cold podcasting world of sorts. I don't know. Um, So Matt was supposed to be here with me this week to review uh, our our new release review, uh, Run All Night and uh, wisely, he chose not to do that. <laughs> no, he's uh, he's off on a little uh, trip right now, kind of uh, touring. He's doing the meth tours, I like to call it. Uh, he's out there, and he'll talk about that next week and the stuff they did. So he's uh, actually looking at all the Breaking Bad stuff that's going on, which I find very interesting because, as is my recollection, he is not the hugest of Breaking Bad fans. I think he should leave uh, you know, the touring for the rest of us now, but I can't say I uh, blame him for that, so it's a pretty cool thing uh but so he'll be back and we'll talk about some other crap uh next week and everything but uh sadly you have me today so (laughs) uh the show's not going to be extra super long or anything like that i don't want to uh you know belabor any of this too much and it's not nearly as fun if you don't have somebody to uh you know kind of bounce off of a little bit here so uh i'm going to be just talking about i'm going to review uh run all night uh the new liam neeson's movie and uh you know i I don't have too awful much to say about it but we'll we'll talk about a little bit here and uh it's just this is gonna be a little bit more free-form show uh than usual probably a little bit more music and stuff than uh we normally do but at the same time you know fuck it who cares it's it's my show and i can do whatever the hell i want to with it and you know we've been going so long uh over the past couple of weeks here i thought it would be kind of stupid not for us to continue to do this show and uh you know I, it is what it is so if it's got to be me it's got to be me uh as justin timberlake i think once said Uh, a wise man (laughs) but uh so i've already prattled on a little bit too long here so uh we're gonna take a quick break here come back and uh i think i'm just gonna talk some random stuff here I, i don't know so uh uh see you back here in just a moment oh hi there it's adam from the film fine podcast I'm sure right now you're enjoying this fine podcast and a candlelit bath along with a nice Chardonnay. And why not? You deserve it. But let's face it, life can't always be this relaxing. Sometimes you need to take two minutes out and help a friend. In this case, a podcast. That's right, here at the Film Find, we need your iTunes review. A review on iTunes helps our podcast reach more people just like you who love thoughtful movie discussions. So after you've washed all that chamomile out of your hair, head on down to thefilmfind.com and click on the subscribe on iTunes button and leave us a review. Now back to your regular scheduled program.
0: I'm going to get the highest grades, and studying isn't going to have anything to do with it. Kim wants to graduate from Malibu High with honors. Most kids do it by making grades. Kim does it by making appointments. What are you doing after school? If you're interested, I'll be at High Point. I'm not interested. High Point. I'll be there. She's studying with the best instructors at Malibu High. And if she can't learn enough from 9 to 3... You game for a little game? She takes her teachers on a field trip. That's an offer hard to resist. Then don't. Malibu High. the most important subject is physical education. How are you, Miss, uh, Bentley? The best, sir. I need extra help, Mr. Mooney. I mean, personal help. Couldn't we get together after school? From history to physics. The next report cards are about to come out. I want you to know what grade I expect. About your grades, Miss Bentley. Truly remarkable. From botany to driver's ed. What grade do you expect? Nay. All A's in all of your classes except Miss Damon's English class? This is the story of a schoolgirl named Kim. I don't understand. You never seem to study anymore. Relax, Mr. Elmhurst. Enjoy the view. Who was the best in her class? Malibu High.
1: Everybody, welcome back. So um, I, I don't have a really big what you've been watching uh, segment this week. Uh, just kind of want to, I mean, yeah, I'll just talk about whatever. Uh, got, two, uh, got two Blu-rays. Well, two. Well, technically they're uh, two Blu-rays, but with uh, four movies on them a piece. I'm kind of stoked about it. I got uh, all four of uh, the uh, first uh, Batman movies there. All the, you know, I was going to say all the Burton movies. We so only did two of them. But, uh, you know, so Batman through Batman and Robin. I know there's really only two of these that are worth watching, but, you know, they're going to be HMP Fuel for uh, later, so the other podcasts will be able to use all these. And, of course, I got the Ninja Turtles 1, 2, 3, and the, uh, the one that came out in the—I don't know, what fucking year was this? All the print is so fucking small, and I do not have my glasses. Yeah, somewhere in the 2000s. Uh, but all will be HMP Fuel later. But, uh, you know, that's what Best Buy is for, is for seeing things and just going, hey, I'm going to waste my money on that. Uh, but today's actually been like quite hectic trying to figure out all this kind of crap. Uh the iPad got hey look, I got a new uh we got the new software upgrade and you try to upgrade it and it's uh crapped out completely. And so of course, did I, did I save something to the cloud? Did I save a backup to it? Oh no, no, no. That would be smart. So uh, I've been kind of really going nuts for the last, you know, a couple hours here, trying to figure out that and the, the system has been crashing here. So that's why, that's why this whole thing is, you know, but just a complete and utter debacle. So I apologize for all of that in advance. Um, so I, I guess really the only other thing is is uh, I'll I'll talk real quick. Uh, we watched uh <laughs> Nick Fury, Agent of Shield for HMP, so that review is up on the Podcast dot com. So uh I don't know if you remember the late nineties, but uh some things were not so good. The economy was great, but uh, you know, Marvel said, Hey, let's get this uh this fairly new upstart, David Goyer here to uh pin a pen a Marvel T V movie. Whew. we should I mean I, I, how this cat continued to get work after that piece of garbage is beyond me in all capacity. So I, I don't know what else to tell you. But uh so the full review of, of that is up on here dot com. So please check that out. Um I guess the only other real thing and I I'll, I'll talk about this for a second, just because it it's kinda of been on the mind here. Uh so we were trying to we we're like, well we need to do this, uh we need to do this Nick Fury uh thing, right? And so we go. We look on you. We go and you know. Obviously, look. I like doing things legitimately. If I possibly can, I'm gonna. I'm going to. I, I have enough money. I'm not rich by any stretch of the imagination, but I have a little bit of bread, you know, to spend on things, whatever. And you know, I, I, I for the most part, I want to give you know people the proper. Money for whatever they have, you know, whatever they do. And uh, so I I was like, okay, well, let's see what, uh, you know, how much this Nick Fury DVD costs. (laughs) And on Amazon, it's like 40-something dollars. Uh, Well, I don't know if you've seen this movie or not, but spoiler alert, it's not even worth five, if you ask me. Uh, It's a pretty crap movie. And so we were like, well, let's see if we can find it. And uh, amazingly, most of it is on YouTube, actually. And, uh, which kind of astounds me in a lot of ways because, you know, when I was, uh, doing, uh, some video stuff for Here Movie Podcast, uh, on, on YouTube, um, I decided I was like, oh, I'm gonna do, like, uh, 30 days of, uh, Halloween horror kind of thing. And, uh, it was astounding the fucking headaches that I had to go through to actually upload video uh, of movies that I owned and in all, in all of these things I held up a copy of the DVD to prove hey look I have a copy of this you know I mean I'm just I'm commenting on these things I'm letting people know what they are it's astounding what YouTube will and will not allow and and honestly the the leniency that is given to people that have a shitload of subscribers, that's what's fucked up, you know? He's like, I probably have, you know, I have well under 100, maybe somewhere in the 100, I don't know how many fucking people I got subscribed to think, but uh, it, it's not a shitload, I'll tell you that much. Um... But to these, there are giant websites that do like, you know, like, uh, you know, reimagine trailers or whatever the fuck and all this other stuff. And it's amazing what a lot of these things get away with. And, you know, I try to do a commentary <laughs> on the fucking fly. And, you know, it was 45, you know, forever. It was just, it took forever to get me actually approved to have the video because they thought I was just posting up the fucking movie. Uh, Not to mention the fact that it was just mostly my audio talking over, you know, slight pictures of the film and everything. Uh, Such a fucking pain in the ass. But it's really, it's a weird thing how, you know, it's preferential treatment at the end of the day. But it kind of sucks. But anyways, it was just about, you know, how much of this fucking Nick Fury movie was on YouTube. And and I gotta say, well, first of all, I I don't know if this is a bad movie to really compare it to. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go like the Dick Fury DVD should be very you know accessible for all of us, but that's that's not really what I'm saying here. But uh, folks, if you want to make it easy for folks to do the right thing, make it easy. Don't make it overly expensive. Don't make you know something stupid. Put it on. You know, I, that's why Netflix is great for these things. Um, but you know. And if if you're gonna allow it on YouTube, allow the whole fucking thing. I mean, we could you could watch three fourths of that Nick Fury movie, but the last little bit of it you had to watch in German with like weird subtitles or some shit. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you, HMPers. I found an alternate way to do it, and it's interesting because some of the uh, quote unquote alternate trailers, which by the way, you fuckers cannot edit. You know, trailers for shit. By the by, uh, they're just they're scenes that's not a fucking trailer, you idiot. Learned what a fucking trailer means. But there are like chunks of this thing on there that have the little uh, logo from the place that it was. I'm not going to mention that because I'm not going to incriminate myself any further than I already have. Uh, but uh, so sad. But uh, anyway, my, my point is, it's just like if if people want copyright laws and things to be lessened and to, be, you know, and to have people pay more money for stuff, fucking make it easy. Make it simple for people to do. Don't make it difficult to, you know, get what we want. I mean, there's been many a time where I've, you know, I could have gotten something, if I could have gotten something legally and easily, I would have done it. But you had to make things overly complicated or overly expensive or overly stupid to the point where I'm just like, fuck it, you're not going to get my money. Now, eventually, if especially if it's good, these people will, you know, get my money in some sort of respect. Take, uh... Take uh, King of Kong, for example. King of Kong was uh, a fairly smallish documentary for the most part. Didn't hit a ton of places, and I didn't think it was going to hit my area. So, you know, I went out and I pirated the movie. I'm not going to lie to you folks, I pirated the movie. But you know what I went to see it when it came to Charlotte I was I was shocked I was shocked and you know just blown away that it was shown in Charlotte I went to see it 3 times in the theater I went to see it 2 times by myself and I brought a friend to see it on time number 3 so I felt like I gave that money, movie movie money back you know threefold easily probably even fourfold uh but you know Make it easier for people. Make it easier, and I think we're getting to be, uh, you know, at a point to where we're really starting to, you know, expand what we have as far as movies go and accessibility to there. We're not there yet. We're coming close. Uh, I think Mark Duplass, uh, who we talked about uh, the other week here in uh, the Lazarus Effect, uh, not not only is he, you know, an actor, but has been a. Um, director and was one of the kind of founding quote unquote members if you will of the uh, of the quote unquote uh, subgenre of mumblecore and uh you know he made his his you know debut and everything doing these small independent films and he gave a big giant you know speech about how hey you guys should you know embrace video on demand embrace these things and uh and I think that not only goes for like you know smallish filmmakers and things but could easily go. For uh for for these other companies and stuff too, it's like, look, you don't always have to hit a billion fucking theaters, uh, you know, put it out on VOD, do something with it, let other people see it, and uh, you know, I, I feel so bad a lot of times because I, I forget that you know I live in like you know the 26 biggest market in the United States, uh, there's you know some cat over here in you know bumfuck Nebraska who can't see, you know, there's there is there's some nerd in Nebraska, who is all fucking film geeked out and everything, and he can't go and see, like, you know, the latest independent film that he wants to go see, because the only thing that's showing it is, you know, new Multiplex on Friday is gonna be the new Fast and the Furious movie. Now, while he may enjoy the Fast and the Furious movie, he may fucking hate that, but at the same time, at, at, you know, 17 years old, that's the only fucking thing he's gonna be able to go see, right. And so he has to wait for these things, so um, you know, I I hope eventually Hollywood will catch on. I think it's going to be really interesting to see what happens over the next couple of years. We had the uh the interview thing go down and uh you know be that a uh you know a purposeful leak or maybe it was uh you know I, I don't know. I just I have a lot of questions about that that will probably never get answered, but uh you know it can happen. These things can happen. It can happen through a company and it's going to take uh, you know some company to really have the balls to you know, put that out for the masses and have them do whatever. But I I don't know. I've been kind of droning on here. Again, I'm sorry that you guys have to hear this as just kind of a rambling uh, nonsense for me and no real feedback from anyone else. But uh, uh, so I'm going to take a quick break right here. Then I'm going to come back and uh, just talk about uh, Run All Night. And uh, maybe I'll wrap it up from there. I don't know. But so uh, I'm going to take a quick break here. I'll be right back in just a second. Right, everybody welcome back time to get into uh the new release review of this week uh and again it is me only by myself here so uh I, we're gonna keep it fairly short and sweet i don't want to you know believer this too much uh so uh here is the trailer for our new release review of the week run all night it's
0: gotta be 15 years since i've been in here place looks
1: different all
0: the old places look different now I'm the only one ever cared about you And all of that ended an hour ago When you killed my son I pulled the trigger I killed Annie (laughs) I had to He was gonna shoot Michael I'm here asking for my son's life, Sean He's a good kid He's got a family He don't deserve this You know, this has to end I'm coming after your boy With everything I got And when it's done, and it will be done, then I'll let you die. What are you doing? Both know why I'm here, Michael. So what happens now? Sean's gonna come after you, Michael. And if he can't get to you, he's gonna go after your family. This has got to end tonight. Tell everyone to get ready. Jimmy's coming. Right now, we're the most wanted men in this city. From Glen to Glen and down the I know how this works. They're going to start pulling your life apart. I want people at his house. I want people at his wife's family's house. Anywhere he might run for help. And the cops, if they've got their own motivation. You must go and I must fight. You've got to worry about staying alive. I have the best chance you've got. Listen to your father for one night. One night.
1: Right. That was a trailer for Run All Night, our new release review of this week. Uh, it is... Uh Here is the IMDb (laughs) plotline. As we know, IMDb, always 100% correct in everything they say and or do. Uh, Mobster and hitman Jimmy uh, Colin, 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 that's right, (laughs) has one night to figure out where his loyalties lie, with his estranged son Mike, whose life is in danger, or his longtime best friend, mob boss Sean McGuire, who wants Mike to pay for the death of his son. This is, of course, uh... Starring Liam Neeson, Ed Helms, Joel Kinnaman, Vincent D'Onofrio, and more. uh, Written by Brad Inglesby and uh, directed by uh, Jaime coler I guess is how you pronounce his name. I'm not very good at that. I will say this, though. um, This director... Um, he's been, his career's been pretty hit and miss with me. Uh, his last movie before this was Nonstop, which I actually, uh, another Liam Neeson film, which I gotta admit, I kinda liked. It wasn't amazing, but it was serviceable enough for what it was. Uh, you know, it was yet, like this movie, another Liam Neeson action film where, uh, you know, a 65-year-old man goes and beats the ever-living piss out of people. Uh, and if that's what you're expecting, you know, it's not too bad. Uh, but this movie's a little bit different than that, so, uh, I, we'll talk about that in just a moment. But uh, before that, he did Unknown, which I thought was an absolutely egregiously horrible piece of garbage. That was terrible. But before that, he did Orphan. Orphan was fantastic. God, I loved Orphan. That was, damn it, that was a good movie. Uh, uh, and, of course, uh, before that, he did Goal to Living the Dream. I don't know what the fuck that is. But his first directorial uh, work was uh, House of Wax from 2005, which I know a lot of people don't like, but I enjoyed it. I don't know why I enjoyed it as much as I did, but I knew it was just kind of schlocky and crappy and whatever. Uh, but it worked enough for me, and you get to see Paris Hilton die in a great way. The only problem that I did have with that film And you can fucking say this is sexist or whatever, but I don't think she owned it enough in that film. She really should have gone topless in that movie because they kind of parody her sex tape a little bit. And it's just like, but, you know, she didn't go topless. And I'm just like, you know, if you would have had the the cojones uh, to to actually go topless in that, it might have really, you know, kind of been the middle finger to that video, quote unquote, being leaked. I don't know if it was or not, but so that's that's why I say quote unquote. But, uh, you know. Other than that, I mean, I really enjoyed that film. So this guy's uh, kind of uh, stuff has really been hit or miss with me. And uh, I got to say, uh, Run All Night is it's a miss. This is a big, giant miss of a movie. I was bored. I, I wish there was something about this movie uh, that was overly interesting. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio doesn't have a whole hell of a lot to do. Um, you know, so Liam Neeson is not playing the same kind of Liam Neeson badass that he's been playing. In uh, the Taken movies, or uh, you know, on un- uh, what the fuck was the name of the other movie I- that I just fucking talked about? That's how memorable these things are. Uh, but uh, the uh, Flight, whatever. God damn it! What is the name of that movie? That's how familiar these movies are to me. Uh, nonstop. I was gonna, say, I keep wanting to say Flight Plan, but I'm like, that's the Jodie Foster film. Uh, but I mean, this it's like nonstop. But the, that's what these movies are. Uh, but it's not. But this one isn't. This one isn't that he kind of plays a, a washed out kind of old timer who's you know fallen on bad luck and everything. And uh, so, yeah, uh, you know, Ed Ed Harris's character has a son who uh, you know is kind of a he's a little bit a bit, bit of a prick, and uh, you know, kind of gets a little bit too big for his britches one day. And then you know, blah 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 blah. I I you know I could bore you with the story, but frankly, it, it's I, there's no real true need to. Uh, But eventually ends up being, you know, um, on the back doorsteps of, of Liam Neeson's son, who really doesn't have anything to do with this crime thing, though I will say has a look about him that just says, I am a fucking, you know, degenerate scumbag. I don't know what Joel Kennelman. Kennelman, I don't. I haven't really seen a lot of his work, as as is my recollection. I'm gonna pull up his IMDb right here, just in case I haven't seen anything. But uh, Matt was talking about something he saw. Oh yeah, he was he was in that RoboCop movie. We talked about that last week. Uh, he was fine enough in that, but uh, it doesn't look like I've seen him in a whole bunch of other things. Uh, Safe House. He was in that for a short time. I guess he was in Girl with a Dragon Tattoo for a short time. I, I don't know. Not not a ton of stuff that really kind of sticks out and you just go, "Oh, that guy." N- no, he's he's been in a lot of short films, so I guess he probably did that kind of student circuit back in the day. Um but I, I don't know. This movie just doesn't work for me a lot uh you know, Liam Neeson. Here's the thing. You know, it, I, not to take away nothing from Liam Neeson cuz he is a great actor. He is. Uh, now granted, he has been playing the same role for the past, you know, six, seven years now, so it's a little bit annoying, but, um, after you've seen him be a badass in all of these movies and everything, especially over the last couple of years, it's tough to take him seriously as a guy who's just kind of really put upon, who's kind of this, this drunken, slobberingly guy who doesn't really do a whole lot of, uh, you know, damage or anything, uh, but when push comes to shove, when he has to, can really kind of lay it down a little bit. Um, So he stops uh, Ed Harris's son from killing his son, and, uh, you know, the chase begins from there. And they do run all night, as it were, to try to stay away from this. Ed Harris's character, you know, kind of breaks down and just goes, you know, I, I want this guy dead. Everybody go out and fucking kill him and blah, blah, blah. <sighs> Again, I, I could go into more about this movie, but it, it's it's... It's one of, like, it is like, it's really the most, one of the most run-of-the-mill things I've seen in a long time. I mean, it shouldn't be called run all night. It should be called run-of-the-mill. There's nothing really special about it. Uh, Cinematography is decent. Uh, Music, absolutely unforgettable, or absolutely forgettable, rather. Um, Joel Kinnaman, Kinnaman, here's the problem, right? Is that Joel Kinnaman is not, at least as how he's portraying this character... Uh, is not a very, you know, likable guy. You don't see him and have some sort of sympathy that these people are coming after him. He looks like a scumbag. He looks like a scumbag. He lives in this life, and, you know, he tries to purport himself as this, you know, kind of outstanding citizen. He's a uh, limo driver and stuff. And then, of course, he, you know, um, so as a limo driver, he brings, uh, you know, these, uh, you know, kind of gangsters or whatever over to, uh, you know, Ed Harris's kid's house, uh, you know, to, to, you know, because they're like, Hey, we want to get on this deal. And he's like, Hey, I'll bring you in. I'll, sh- yeah, I'll bring it to my father here. He'll let you in on this big deal. And Harris is like, look, I'm getting out of the game. I'm trying to go as straight as I possibly can. It's, you know, it's not the old days anymore where I can't just, you know, throw in heroin or Coke or whatever, and just kind of put this on the street. I can't do that stuff anymore. But of course his son promised him this big, you know, these gangsters, this big kind of spread and everything. So these gangsters come over to his house to collect. And Joel kinneman is uh driving the uh the limo and uh you know they go up there and of course they make a big fucking bloody mess of it uh, and that was kind of cool in a way it was it was cool ish uh but then you know the kid runs out and uh you know the bad guy sees Joel kinneman's character and kind of knows who he is more or less i guess I don't know that's what it kind of it seemed like to me. Uh, then they go on this wild goose chase. And so he knows he has to kill this guy because he was the witness to, uh, you know, them killing other people. There's a small uh, kid who I guess Kinnaman is kind of like a big brother to a uh, small black kid who like he sees him in a, like he's at a boxing ring or whatever. There's so much. That's the thing is there's a lot of story to this, but the story means fucking nothing. It means nothing. and And you wish that it did. Uh, but he sees them, and so he's just like, "Okay, I gotta go kill this guy because he saw me kill this other dude, and he knows all what the fuck went down." Uh, and so Liam Neeson, you know, stops him just before he's about to kill his, you know, estranged son. Of course, they're estranged; they're always fucking estranged. Uh, kills him, and then just kind of, uh, he, he calls he calls up Ed Harris' character. I gotta say, uh, this is this is like that old school kind of shit coming out where he calls him up and he just goes, "I killed your son." <laughs> <laughs> This is such a hardcore fucking thing to do, just to be like hey man um so i killed i killed your son and um i'm sorry and uh i'm sorry about that <laughs> and it's about the it's about like that uh, ed harris god bless ed harris because he is trying his ass off in a movie that just is not that damn good and he is—he's acting his ass off in this thing. Liam Neeson tries; he tries, but you know, again, it's one of those things we can't see him. Uh, you can't not see Liam Neeson kicking the fucking shit out of people now because it's what he does at this point in his career, which is odd. At like, yeah, you know, I think he's like sixty-five. He's like my dad's age, so uh, you know. It's weird to see him at this stage in his career really kicking the sh- kicking the shit out of people and then going to a character where he's kind of not kicking the shit out of people but only kicks shit out of people when he needs to. It's so fucking weird that way. Uh so they decide they need to go uh you know on the lamb kind of trust me son I'll get you through the night and everything. Um he tries to keep his son from actually doing any crimes for the most part, which is kind of I guess his heart was in the right place a lot of times, but at the end of the day, it never really mattered. You know, he's just like, don't shoot him. If you if he sh- if you shoot him, you become a bad person or something. You look at Joel Kinnaman and, like, he already looks like a bad motherfucker. He already looks like he is skirting a law just by that much. He's trying to keep his family together and safe and everything. Uh, the, the gal who was in this, I forget her, uh, Genesis Rodriguez, who was in Tusk. She was one of the fantastic things about Tusk. She gave, gave a really good performance in that uh, otherwise horrible, horrible movie. And, um... She's absolutely wasted in this. She's not in it at all. She plays Kinneman's wife. Uh, She's not in it at all, completely and utterly wasted. Um, So they kind of exile the kids. I I don't want to talk about it too much because, frankly, it's fucking boring. The movie is is boring. There's not a lot to it. I was really hoping for something to come out of this thing. Uh, Let's see. Any other kind of like highlights and stuff? Um, Common. Common is in this movie and he plays like a hitman. Common, I gotta say, I'm not like the hugest of Common fans, especially when he's acting. Uh, Not the biggest of fans. I I don't actively dislike him, but I'm not like, you know, I'm not like rah-rah behind him, you know? Uh but he did really fucking well in this. He plays like this cold-hearted like assassin and everything and he's very dark and steely and like doesn't have emotions, which kind of works for comments <laughs> in, in his favor, I think. But he's very blank and just kind of like robotic <coughs> Excuse me. Robotic kind of killer sort of deal and he's going out to 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 kill uh, Liam Neeson's character or kill his son. I don't fucking remember. Uh, but he is, there is a weird bit where he has like a little night vision. It's not even night vision goggles. It's like a night vision, like, you know, uh, Google glass almost (laughs) where it like shines a little green light on his eyeball and everything. And it's supposed to, supposed to work or something. I don't know. It's that, that bit was a little bit silly, but I kind of, I kind of like the action, you know, kind of leading up the third, the third act is kind of okay, Uh, but again, for the most part, this movie is dull. It's boring. It's, it's fairly predictable and there's not a lot to it. So, uh, it's, it's, I don't even want to give it the mildest of recommendations. I I mean, I'm going to go probably two stars out of this thing, two out of five it's a fair at best. Uh, so there's certainly no need to, uh, rush out and (laughs) and watch this movie. So, uh, yeah, I, I, that's it. I, I'd like to say more. And since Matt's not here to really bounce kind of some of this stuff off of, I don't want to sit here and belabor the point much at all. So, uh, that, that's it, so I 'm going to take a little break right here. I'll come back, wrap everything up, and uh, thanks for uh, hanging in on this short show, but I 'll come back, wrap it up, talk about what we 're going to be talking about next week, and uh, we'll go from there. So uh, stay tuned and we'll be back in just a second. Well- right everybody uh thanks thanks for holding on here i i know this is kind of a it's a shorter episode uh it's not nearly as entertaining when it's just me so i apologize and i'm sure there's been tons of rambling and other kind of weird stuff but uh don't worry matt will be back next week and we'll kind of get back into the groove of this thing again and uh get back to where we were so uh uh, that that that's it for this episode. Uh, join uh, join me on my other podcast, the Film Finder, thefilmfind.com. This week, we like I said previously, we uh, reviewed Nick Fury, Agent of Shield, uh, the Dave Hasselhoff movie from nineteen ninety eight, written by the horrible David S. Goyer. Whew, we talk about that cat a little bit, and uh, so go check that out. Uh, next week, next week we got uh, Insurgent and the Gunman coming out, so we're probably going to review. Uh, one if not both of those. I know I'll definitely end up seeing both, but uh so that's that's it everybody. That is uh that that's the film Fine for this week. Uh thanks for sticking with me. Uh I, I know this is uh it's kind of uh we had last minute kind of deal on all this stuff, so we uh, we we poked it out. We're through and everything. Hopefully, I've uh, made this entertaining enough for you and uh, short enough, so you don't have to continue to hear me yeah for so long. But uh, thanks for all of you guys out there who are uh, continue to listen to the show week after week. Do us a favor, go tell a friend. Uh, that'd be really helpful. You know, just let people know that there's a podcast out here that does this. Don't 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 have them listen to this show. Not first up. You know, that's a you know, put them into a good episode. But. Um, so do all that. Head on out to the uh, thefilmfind.com and uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Review us out there and all that kind of good stuff. We'd really really appreciate that. And of course, go to uh, the film find on uh, iTunes. There, give us a quick review and uh, we'd really appreciate that. So uh, thanks. Uh, so that is it, everybody. Until next week, let me make sure. Okay, yeah, we don't have any new iTunes interviews. I just want to make sure the last possible second there, but we don't. Uh, so yeah, go go and re- give us a review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate that. So that's it, everybody. So until next week for me, that's me. That's it <laughs> for me. Take it easy, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next week. I All right. That's it. Thanks for listening. Uh uh I, I hope you I hope you guys, you know, didn't didn't bore you to tears on this one. Um I've been having problems with this motherfucker all night. Uh computer's have been kind of acting funky. I have a, you know, my iPad fucked out. Uh so I was trying to redo that and then the computer's like, "Hey, you need to redo all this shit." And then I'm like, "No, I don't want to." And then it's like, "No, nope, but you fucking have to." And it's just like there's just it's been a giant comedy of errors. Uh, people haven't shown up for things. I'm not blaming anyone. Not there's no blaming. There's no blame. I'm not. You know, please don't think that. But uh, I've had to fly by the seat of my pants here, so <laughs> it's been kind of a hassle. But hey, I mean, you know, a little over 40 minutes here. That's not, that's not too bad for by myself here. I hope I didn't bore anybody to tears. But uh, Matt will be back next week, so we'll talk about that. So uh, and all that kind of good stuff. And he'll he'll talk to me about all the stuff that he sees about the breaking bad. And I'm gonna be like, really. Uh, bigger fan over here, just, just saying. Uh, but that's it. Um so thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being cool. Appreciate it all uh very much. Filmfind dot com, Here com. And uh peace out, bitches.